What's up, buddy? What's up? Not much. Uh, I think this shit's working, so we should be all right. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good on my end. This is actually, like, super user-friendly. Yeah, yeah. I literally learned how to use it maybe five minutes ago. I usually just use it to push out episodes. But, uh, yeah, man. True. We, uh, you've, been, you've been on my ass to do this for a bit, so I'm uh, glad we're getting the chance to do it. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it's been, like, a while. I'm soaked. I mean, you've been busy, though, and... Yeah, Everything's... that and I'll, I'll line up a bunch. Like, I'll be like, oh, you want to be on the show? Yeah, cool. I'm going to do the show consistently. And then I'll have, like, a week straight booked. And I'm like, this is going to be cool. And then I'll just, like, wake up one day and be like, man, I don't want to do this. And I know. play video games. <laughs> I know what you mean. I'm the same way with a lot of things. Yeah, man. Yeah. Try to, like, line out a day. And then you're just like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm asleep yeah. in. And then your whole day is shot. You're like, fuck. Yeah, so, I feel uh, you, dude. What have you been keeping busy with? Uh, not too much, honestly, lately, just working and trying to do some stuff with the band and trying to keep up with music as much as I can, but there's so much shit coming out, so it's kind of hard, but... Man, no kidding. <laughs> I'm I'm so far behind on new releases that it's like... Like, uh, the last new release I remember hearing about, in hardcore at least, was literally that, um, uh, what was it, Absence of Mind, and that was only because people were popping off about it. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. I thought it was Yo, I, I really like it. It reminds me of, um, oh, fuck. Why can't it's I think guy, of it? Alice in Chains? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alice in Chains yeah. and, like, sort of like that Dead Heat, Leeway-ish sort of. Yeah, like, yeah. Production-wise, sounds like those bands, but, like, musically, it just sounds like Alice in Chains. It, it was cool. But Yeah, yeah I no, liked I, it a lot. Yeah, it was very cool. So, um, yeah. Oh, I should introduce you. So, yeah, you're Tanner <laughs> <laughs> yeah. from London. Well, Chatham, but london area both. yeah yeah. both they're head on right on and um yeah we met like a long time ago i don't even honestly know how many years ago now probably like at least six five six years it was at the heavy fest the last one that ryan did right right so well yeah, no, no, the, the one before that night. the one before that so the one before the last one so that was the time that i did play right yeah yeah you okay. got, i had all played right right okay yeah yeah yeah. i remember now so yeah that was that was quite some time ago because that band hasn't been a band for like four yeah, years. Yeah, I think Hellraiser <laughs> played too. So, yeah, that was before. Uh, yeah, that was before Tanner moved. All right, I remember now. So yeah, yeah, you've been down there doing your thing for a long time. Played in yeah a few different bands. What's uh like what what all have you really done down there like band wise? Because I know um, you were in the the punk band when I met you, right? Uh, yeah, we were in the in the Dateless Losers originally. Right. That was just like the ska punk band or punk band that turned into a hardcore punk band i don't really know we just did whatever basically but <laughs> right on that we did that we never fully ended it but we haven't gone together in like a while like all of us steve lives in sarnia now so oh, okay. and then like our other guitar player lives in st Catharines, so it's kind of hard to even do anything for sure, but for uh sure. and then i did like fragment for a bit but you know yeah rest in peace <laughs> yeah you were doing but, um Oh, what was the other fuck? Why can't I think? Watering hole, watering hole. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm doing now. Okay. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Right, and you guys had a lineup <laughs> switch, right? Like you were originally bass, and now you're singing. Uh, yeah, originally I played bass, and then uh, I did that for like a year, and then uh, Nick and I switched. So Nick played bass, and then now he does. Or Nick did vocals, and now he plays bass, and I do vocals now. Right. On. So, what what prompted yeah. that? That's like a pretty big change. Um. I think it was a combination of, like, Nick was, like, 
he was like blowing his voice a lot and like it was like hurting like it just yeah he was trying to like it's not really like he was doing it in, improperly but like it just i don't know some people it's just harder to get a like control over it oh dude no for and, sure every literally yeah. every contempt jam i can't talk for like two days after yeah yeah for sure and so basically that and like honestly like he's like he's a better like bass player than i am and like he just was like blowing his voice a lot and i ended up filling in once because he couldn't do it because his voice was blown yeah and then after that he just kind of asked if i wanted to switch because he liked okay. it better so right on that's cool what uh yeah. what do you prefer doing like, do you like front of the um, band, or do you like sort of hanging back and playing? I think when I first started doing it, I liked doing the like vocals more. Yeah, but now I've been like itching to play bass or like play guitar again. Man, so I like, like it. I find um, cause I for a long time only did vocals and like at odds and my first band done deal contempt. Uh, yeah, all those bands up until Sharp Song, I was just like singing, and then I was kind of like. I don't know, I got sick of it, and not sick of it, but it's like, you're not just doing that, you don't have to just remember lyrics, there's like, you have to kind of like entertain in between songs, and like, think of shit to say, and just sometimes you don't feel like it, so I was like, alright, fuck yeah. this, so then I started picking up drums, learned that, and then was like, alright, I'm gonna drum a few songs for this band, so then I did that with Sharp Tongue, got comfortable yeah. on a kit, and then did Downturn and just straight up drummed and loved it. Like, it's so much fun. You just get to sit back. You don't have to talk. Like, it's it's sick. Yeah, I was talking about Downturn the other day, actually, because I was, Carter and I were listening to all the Ad Odd shit, and that came up in the conversation. Oh, true. Yeah, that was a good time, man. That was uh, kind of like the, the fun band, like Ad Odd Split, and then Contempt was still a band, but, like, we play a show whenever a band needs, like, a show needs a band kind of yeah, deal for, sure. for a little while and then uh, i was like i just kind of want to have fun like i want to be in an opening band and play to like you know before anybody shows up and like it, yeah. it's just fun to goof around and fuck around on stage so i was like all right and yeah. um the dudes uh tyler and ryan from bearings at the time they wanted to do a hardcore band and i was like well it gets new kids into a hardcore band that's good for the scene like sure why not so yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really fun I mean, it came out sick. I remember you guys had that demo, right? Yeah, so, like, yeah. And then we, we actually started a new band out of that, same members with a couple tweaks. And um, then Justin moved to Toronto, and he was the guy that he, – he drove everybody to jam. So then he, oh. he left, and we're just like, all right, never mind. And it, it was that's, sick. I was really stoked on it. It just sounded like Machine Head. It was, like, really fun. Oh, that's but, uh, Yeah, and then he moved to Toronto, so fuck that guy. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> but – um. <laughs> Yeah, man, like, so from the Dateless Losers through, you know, through to Watering Hole to Fragment, they all, like, I'd say sound consistently different, like, they sort of change. Is that you sort of, like, getting older and having a different preference of music, or is it just kind of, like, you want to change it up once you get super used to it? Um, well, I think the Dateless Losers started, like, it was more just, like, I was just getting into the scene in, like, Chatham, like, where I'm originally from. And yeah. uh, there was just, like, I met these two guys because there was a local band called Letterbomb, and they basically, like, sounded like Green Day. And okay. they were doing a music video, and they needed people to be in it. So I, like, went. I was, like, 13 or something. I think 12, maybe. <laughs> okay. And I met the drummer of the band who was, like, a year older than me. And then that we ended up hanging out that night or whatever. And then after that, we wanted to start a band and like they just listened to like ska punk and shit and like green oh, day okay. and 
So, like, that was basically, like, I liked that shit, but it was just me, like, playing, like, I was just stoked to be in a band. Like, it didn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I like ended you're, up, you're in. Yeah. I ended up, like, growing a, like, I liked playing punk music, and, like, we had member changes that, like, the band kind of started forming into more stuff that I liked. But I think, like, hardcore I, I was what I always wanted to play, like, originally, but. Fair, fair. Yeah. Or, fair. like, heavy shit, you know. When I was younger, yeah. it wasn't as much, like just hardcore but hell yeah man no yeah. i definitely i get that because like for a while i was doing it was weird i was in like a million bands and then i was in like one and it's just weird yeah. but um and i would do the same thing like i tried to make sure none of my bands sound similar and it wasn't so much it, it wasn't like uh linear like it wasn't one band after another it wasn't like you know going from being 16 through to like however old i am now it was more I would get used to playing add-ons and then I was like, man, this is fun, but I want to be like heavier. So then me and some friends started contempt and then I was like, okay, this is fun. And then I was like, all right, breakdowns are stupid. I want to play skater punk. <laughs> so yeah. we started sharp talk. And I then do I was that like, too. And then I was like, all right, all these bands kind of have their own niche. I just want to play like generic accessible hardcore that like pop punk kids will listen to because it's not like too obscure. So then we did downturn and it was yeah. like this whole thing where I was like, it's just like keeping it was basically like when you see like the the fucking clowns like spinning multiple plates on yeah, sticks, you know? yeah like i was just like all right i'm bored over here i'm gonna go over here now so yeah it's interesting to hear that that it's kind of like because watering hole and fragment were similar ish similar enough yeah yeah watering yeah. hole is just a little less uh like beat downy i guess or yeah whatever you want to call yeah. It. yeah exactly but how do we... you um how do you approach the writing process like, do you guys all write together, or does one person uh, write, or... With Watering Hole, usually, like, Ryan will write the guitar, like, a riff or something, or Nick will, and then we'll, like, bring... They'll bring it to practice, and then we just, like, okay. go from there. We'll write together, but it True. it's different, like, every time. Yeah. Ryan Ryan does write most of it, but, uh, like, the guitar, at least. Yeah. He, he writes, like, the bass ideas, and then... He shows it to us, and then we basically make, just figure it out. Yeah, make tweaks here and there. That's cool. yeah. I think that's it, good. Honestly, like it, it's good for everybody to have input, but it's also good that it's like one consistent sort of um, source sort of deal. Because that yeah, it, it sounds consistent. You know, like it always sounds like the same band. But yeah, yeah no, that's that's very cool. Yeah, we all live in the same city now. Like we all live in Chatham right now, so. It's easy Very to good. get together. Like, we usually practice, like, once or twice a week. And, Hell which yeah. I feel like, yeah, most bands I've been in, we didn't practice that much at all. So, yeah, it's, man. It's, I I think since Contempt has started jamming again, I've been to, like, two jams. And it's been, like, three months. <laughs> yeah, not everyone's at everyone, but still, it's yeah. nice to get jams in, like, Fair. a little consistently. That's, like, I think that's the one benefit of doing vocals. It's, like, I yeah. just feel like I'm busy. <laughs> Yeah, because it doesn't. I mean, I know the words to the song, so exactly, exactly. <laughs> Unless, yeah, I can't really write lyrics on the spot. So if they're working on new shit, it's hard for me to like do anything. Yeah, you just kind of sit there and twiddle yeah. your thumbs. Yeah, man, I, I definitely, definitely get that. Um, so you said you started while well, you joined Dayless Losers when you were like twelve or thirteen. Because um, yeah, you you started out like pretty young. Like I started out yeah. young too, but you're younger now, so it was recently. Um, yeah. What was, like, some of the bands that drew you into the more heavy music, uh, like, sort of sound when you were a kid? Um, well, like, when I was really, really young, 
my sister took me my sister did like this like Irish dancing when she was younger and okay like, yeah like Gaelic uh yeah step dancing or whatever yeah. yeah and she did it with this guy who was in a band and one time she was going to see him play at like the local bar here in Chatham and it was an all-ages show so she brought me with her and I was like 10 okay and this band uh his band's name was uh her life story it was like a well they covered the Devil Wears Prado for like the first song that they played (laughs) and they did like Reptar King of the Ozone. I didn't know what it was, but they said it or whatever. And then they covered Escape the Fate also this, that set. Oh shit. And then they covered like, um, a Mariana's Trench song, which is weird. But (laughs) so like, but out of all of that, the Devil Wears Prada probably was like the first band that I heard that was like crazy heavy. And I was like, what the fuck? That was like my introduction to like anything that was like alternative. But I think, like, I listen to all that, like, you know, anything that comes along with that band, like, Bring Me the Horizon or, like, you Fair. know, the when I was, like, younger, like, 10 until, like, 13, maybe. And then I'd say, like, bands that drew me to hardcore were, like, bands like Backtrack and right. Hatebreed. Um, my dad showed me Madball when I was, like, really young, like, 11, maybe. That's so cool. His his He worked with a guy who was into, like, New York hardcore, and he heard that my dad's like that that I was listening to like metalcore and he was like oh give your he's like give this to your son and it was like a mixed CD of like Madball Wisdom and Chains and Agnostic Front that's so sick so, so that's I guess those bands too and Blood for Blood too right right so like that shit just a mixture of like everything I was just trying to find like everything alternative that I could find basically man when I was younger yeah. that's cool but, I think it's like so generationally it's strange because not strange, but like so. Devil Wears Prada, uh, Bring Me the Horizon, like Suicide Silence, all those bands yeah. are bands that I heavily fucked with when I was in like high school. Yeah. Um, but at the time, those were like underground bands. Like you'd have to go looking for that kind of music. Yeah. But when I was a kid, but like when I was like eight or nine, there was a radio station here, and all they played like ever was like Godsmack and Corn and like Limp Bizkit. Like that yeah. stuff was way more commercial at that time which was weird to think about now but i think that's kind of what got me into it was like limp biscuit and like lincoln park and stuff like that yeah i guess i should i should say that like slipknot is probably like one of them too because like they're like my favorite band like this kid in grade his name's philip and i went to school with him in like grade six and he showed me the duality music video at his house after school and that was like it like after i saw that i was like this is the best band in the world Man, amen. Yeah. When I was in school, um, I was in like grade six. Yeah, because I just moved to a new town. Was just like meeting people and stuff, and I was super in like my eight mile phase because eight mile just came yeah. out. <laughs> and, uh, like I, I liked like Limp Bizkit and stuff like that though. Um, but I didn't really know actual like heavy bands. Like I knew Limp Bizkit from the radio and like you know like radio new metal bands. Yeah. But um, I met this dude Stevie who he he's drums in obey the brave now okay um and his brother eric who's in every metal band ever uh <laughs> and eric was fucking obsessed with slipknot and i thought it was the weirdest shit when i was a kid like he'd come to school wearing the jumpsuits and like <laughs> i was just like this kid's fucking weird uh not even like in a, a mean way like i was just like i'm literally scared of this kid and then <laughs> yeah he like started showing me songs slowly and they showed me like opium of the people duality and i think scissors or oh, no yeah. no eyeless eyeless uh, and i was yeah. like 
okay, this is fucking sick. And then like with uh I think it was Duality maybe. One of the one of the songs was in like Guitar Hero Two with like Lamb of God laid to rest and all that stuff and I was oh, like, yeah. All right. Oh, before and I was I like, forget. All right, yo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, yo, this this is for me. I like this. And yeah. then I was just all in and it was sick as fuck. I went to yeah. a, like a battle of the bands also young. I was like twelve. I went to a battle of the bands in my town with um one of my friend's older brothers and like that that crowd, they were all like four years older than me. And I went and was just like, This is so fucking sick. Yeah, and, that it's yeah, like we like, had a lot of similar experiences. I went to a battle of the bands when I was like twelve and my cousin's band played. Oh, and it was like they were like uh they were called the Oath of Aries. It was like a technical metalcore band. Oh shit. And my, my cousin wasn't actually like in the band. He did the lights. Oh okay, and then that, yeah. he did like one song he did vocals for, but uh That's it's funny. funny. And they like those guys they showed me like bands like the Acacia Strain and like Despise Icon and shit. And that also <laughs> was like that's just like a weird phase that I went through was like that kind of like I don't know Man, what like I, I feel it. I still like I still fuck with the Acacia Strains older stuff, but I just saw them for the first time like last year and it was sick. I've wanted yeah. to see them for a long time. I've been trying to see Doctor Doom in person did you, for Did you go to the continent tour? No, it was with Fit for an Autopsy and No, it wasn't. Wait, yeah, it was. It was with Fit for an Autopsy and maybe uh, I forget who else. I am I am played. Oh, okay. Kublai Khan didn't play, but that I Am band did, and I actually really liked them. So I Am's cool, yeah. Yeah, the Man, first I, time I saw the Acacia Strain was with Vanna and the 100th and No Bragging Rights and Every Time I Die. That's There's a, a poster. On the, I'm looking at the poster on the wall right now. I'm like, holy shit. I don't that's know what year it was, but I think I was, I was in grade 8, so. Man, you did so much <laughs> cooler shit when you were in grade 8 than I did. <laughs> that's sick, though. I uh, Yeah, I didn't even bust into going to, like, shows with notable bands until i was like 16 because my parents were like you're not going to ottawa and i was like all right yeah that's and, true oh yeah because you grew up in uh yeah i grew up in, in a sim- like si- li- it's very similar like I grew did you up grow up in kempville or yeah yeah kempville yeah. it's about an hour out of ottawa and we had a great scene there like there's a a video from a show we did there where it's like wrong answer playing at a, a church that oh, i booked. i think you've said it's on youtube right yeah, it yeah, kind of it was weird. It like blew up. There's like a gift from it where everyone in the venue is moshing, and it's like it was fucking cool. I think I was sick. like 17 or 18 when I booked that. It was a blast. And yeah, we'd bring like local ish bands, like we'd bring like Uplift and Concussion up and Longshot and like bands like that. Stay, uh, stay, yeah, stay young. And like it was really cool. But then I moved to Ottawa and was like, oh, cool. Like these bands are bands that tour and like kind of take it a little more seriously so i kind of got the pageantry of being on stage more than like a local show in like a, a basement you know yeah I, yeah it was not even to knock that like i love that shit but yeah it was it was cool but yeah i was very very into like metalcore and then i think the first hardcore band my friend cody sent me he plays uh cody's in premonition he um basically similar thing made me a mix and it was like uh, Casey Jones ceremony, no warning was on it. Like no time for you was on it, <laughs> and um, I still distinctly remember the point that I was like, I like this band, and it's in no time for you where he goes like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Like he just says fuck you a bunch of times. And I'm That's like, wow. like one of the best parts of the whole record. 
dude, yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, so yeah. sick. And I was like, all right, this is for me. I like this band. And now they're my favorite hardcore band, and it's sick as fuck. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then we just sort of bridged into bigger shows. And, yeah, it was weird to see. And, like, I still haven't seen a lot of big, big, big bands, but I kind of like that. Cause like I'm not big on the huge crowd thing. Like I was gonna hit Slayer recently, and I was just like, eh, I don't know. The only that. big band I've seen is Black Sabbath, and like I'm fine with that. That would have been perfect. Yeah, it was when I was in grade nine. That's so and sick, man. It was like their like one of their last tours. I know they did a couple after that, but it was still sick. Like I'm not really into the crowd thing either. And there's not a lot of bands that I like that I would want to pay like two hundred dollars to go see. No, for sure. <laughs> There's a very limited number of bands that I would pay more than what your typical like metal or hardcore show costs. Yeah, I'd, like, I'd I, see Slipknot or like System yeah. of a Down. Yeah, I'd pay to see so, and I'd pay to see Slipknot. Some forty one because guilty pleasure. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, that's about. I it. want to I'd, see Green Day pretty bad, honestly, but yeah, that's just from the child in me. You know, man, I slept on Green Day like big time. Like my mom showed me Green Day when I was six, and I thought it was cool. And then they kind of had that resurgence with American Idiot when I was in, like, high school. And it was yeah. great. But I, I remember, like, the radio hits I knew. And that was it. And now I'll go back and listen to that record. And I'm like, yo, Jesus in Suburbia is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, there's some good shit. Like, I listen to it now and I'm like, this is, like, good. Like, I'm surprised people don't, like... I mean, people like to jock a lot of old bands and, like, make them cool yeah. again. I'm like, Green Day has the potential with, like, some of their old stuff, but... Yeah, man. I think that era of like rock band, like punk rock bands, kind of is a weird thing because I finally get to a point where um, they'll start to be like they'd never grow out of that phase, you know? Yeah. Like, we're punk rock. We have Liberty Spikes. And I'm like, dude, you're 47. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, right? like, like, Sum 41. I love Sum 41. But I mean, I love All Killer, No Filler. Does this look infected? And Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, and Chuck is. It. Yeah, yeah. Because they kept going, like, the whatever, uh, not Gym Class Hero, whatever. Yeah. The one with where all the blame and stuff on it, that that one's fine. But then they kept being, like, we're punk rockers. And I was like, man, you guys got to stop doing yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you guys have families. It's not, like. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, like, it, it, I don't know. I find a lot of bands do that. Like, um, there's so many bands that will start out, like, anti-establishment, whatever, and then they get older. But they keep doing that, and it kind of just, like, uh, I find, like, waters down the good stuff that they do. Yeah. And I don't it, know that Green Day's one of those bands, but I know, that, I mean, like, they kept going, and they put out stuff that I did not listen to. Yeah, no, they put out a lot of stuff that I haven't listened to. And yeah, I think maybe they did. I haven't heard anything. I know that, yeah, I think that's probably what happened, but. Yeah. Man, wildest, uh, wildest show you've ever been to? Ever. Uh... I think this one's, like, in my mind because we were just talking about them, but this is one that I would probably go to is seeing No Warning at Refuge Skate Shop in Detroit. And it was, like, like it's, like, a f- like you can probably fit, like, you're probably supposed to fit, like, 60 people in there, and there was, like, 100. That's so sick. And it was, yeah, it was No Warning and Build and Destroy and Hangman. That's so much, that's so much better of a lineup than we got. What the fuck? That was, like, a... Uh, last year like a year and a half ago that's sick i um i caught no warning uh it's not the wildest show i've ever been but it was like the most uh, well some of the most fun i've ever had at a set was like when they toured with comeback kid they came through 
Oh, and, um, oh yeah, yeah. And it was like I got to see Premonition open for them. So like seeing my friends play with a band that they like as much as me was cool. Then uh, Higher Power was with them, and I've been wanting to see that band for a minute. Yeah, so that was very. I caught cool. that tour in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then seeing No Warning in like a, just a straight up venue because like we had them on Heartfest and like I got to watch literally a foot behind the drummer and it was really fucking cool but it was cool to see them in a venue and like be in the crowd and like pop it off like it was a lot of fun yeah um, but i'd say like wildest and it's not even like like how like oh the monster's crazy or like oh the venue is so pet but like man um barry ontario wild side opening up for insane clown posse like oh, three man. summers ago that would be awesome. It was fucking stupid. Yo, the venue got shut down. I used to listen to Clown Posse, man. Really? When I was in, like, grade eight, man, that same kid that showed me Slipknot showed me them. <laughs> oh, so you just went to school with a juggalo? Yeah, pretty much, man. He literally went to school with us until, like, grade 10. We hung out every day, and then he just disappeared. No one's heard from him since. <laughs> and it's just as part of my life. He just showed me all this crazy music. Dude, well, shout, shout out to that dude, Philip, man. Philip, if you're out on. there, if you're listening, <laughs> come <laughs> on. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Uh, so we touched on like you being younger in the scene. I don't know what the age gaps like down that way, like London, Chatham uh, area. I know when I got into it and I was like super young, it was kind of weird. Uh, like I felt kind of like not not in a bad way, but like. Like, well, like I was the kid in the room, you know? Yeah. Um, that was a while back. I don't know what it's like now. I don't know if the general hardcore crowd in that area is younger now. Uh, what was that like? Was that ever like a, a thing you were aware of whenever you were start, starting to get into, into things? Uh, I think for sure, like when, especially in the Chatham scene, because like when I was getting into the Chatham scene, I was maybe like, I was probably like 12-ish and like 13 and like, it was Chatham's mostly like a punk-driven city, okay. Rather than uh, like hardcore and metal too. There's lots of metal. There was. There's nothing now, but back then there was like metal bands, punk bands, and then like there was this one hardcore band, Hundred Proof. That I think you know who they are. Yeah, they hooked us yeah. up with a show, and then we just didn't go. <laughs> yeah, they they've been around for like ten years. So like, like everyone's like. When I was getting into the scene, I was like 12 or 13, and everyone else was probably like 17 to like 20. Okay. So, like, I definitely was like the younger kid in the scene. Like, there was a couple other kids that I ended up meeting, like the guys that were in the Dealers Losers, that were like yeah. a year older than me ish or two years. But uh, it, it, I never, it was never bad in Chatham or anything. Like, it was just like they all were pretty welcoming and like, that's cool. The scene wasn't that big, so they didn't. Really, they were never like shun anyone away or like. Yeah, it always felt weird. I mean, my parents always thought it was weird because I was like hanging out with kids that were way older than me. But they all like, everyone meant well. It was just, I don't, I think like, it didn't seem like anyone looked down on me or anything, That's you know, because I was a young kid. I, I think find, uh, small towns are good for that. Yeah, definitely. Because it's like I think you're aware, like, all right, whether I like. Like, regardless of if I hang with this person or I like them or whatever, if I get to know them, they're going to be around. So it's just easier to be nice than it is to be a dickhead. Yeah, exactly. And the, they all kind of like, I mean, lots of them like Nick. I mean, you know, Nick and Ryan and Cody and like, yeah, yeah. They were all guys that I met when I was real young. And like, they all just kind of were like looking out for me more than anything rather than like cool. they didn't, you know, I was everyone's annoying when they're younger. But like, yeah, I I'd like 
you grow out of it. And yeah, I definitely did. Never felt like they wanted, like they didn't want me around or anything. That's good. That's but good. I, th- I think like in the, I'm not like trying to like say London specifically, but when I was like maybe like 15, 16, like starting to get into like the actual hardcore scene and like interact, I felt when I was younger, I think I felt like a little bit kind of like I was like supposed to listen to the older people in the scene. You know what I mean? Like it felt like they were like, yeah, I should be listening to what they're saying. And I think as much as some of them have good things to say, I think that's like bull. Like I was like, there's a little bit of bullshit. I was just like trying too hard to think about what other people, you know, want you yeah. to do rather than, but that's, I think that's the only way. thing that I would say is like bad about me being younger, but it's just, you're more naive when you're younger too. So yeah. Like you feel like you kind of want to, well, what exactly what you said, like you want to, if you see like an older head wearing a, like, I don't know, a hundred demons shirt or something, it's a bad yeah. example. hundred demons rips like a bouncing yeah. soul shirt or something, like yeah, something yeah. a little more obscure. Uh, you you like want to go out of your way to check them out and be like, hey, like, you know yeah. this album, and it's like, the, and they're like, all right, kid, like whatever you say. Yeah, but, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I found I, I was definitely that kid, and I feel like a lot of if you get into it younger, you probably are. Yeah, um, it happens. But, it's like, yeah, yeah, but like as you grow up, it's whatever, and that's like that's something I've always strived on is like being in the role I was in for a while, booking and stuff was like. I don't ever want any new kid to feel like uncomfortable or out of place or anything. So like, yeah, for sure. I'd be like, okay, cool. Like you're this old, you're this old, like you're into this kind of music. Cool. Like, Oh, here's so-and-so like, you know, like, uh, like friend matchmaker almost. I'm like, Oh, this yeah. guy likes that kind of shit. Like say what's up. All right, cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, Cause it's good. I mean, you got to start somewhere. Not yeah. everyone is like, you don't just get into it and then you're like, all like you know everything right away or exactly man there's like well like what we just talked about there's bands that are uh, popping off that people are like hype on right now that i'm like i haven't even heard of this band and yeah it's like, you're always learning no matter what yeah exactly i tried to keep on up on it when i was younger and lately it seems like there's just so much shit coming out and i'm starting to get lazy well like there's I'm so like, much uh, stuff coming out in like life man like you you're not a kid anymore. You're working. You got a job. It's like you don't have time to browse fucking yeah. lamb goat for a whole day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And man. then it's like when I get home, I just want to listen to like music that I know I'm going to enjoy. That's how I feel, man. Like I do. I usually try and check something out like every day, but some days it's just like I don't want to go looking for it all the time. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll fuck with like the Spotify discovery thing like where it's like, yeah. oh, you're going to like this because I normally do. But yeah. other than that, yeah, it's too much. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely a lot. And I find a, there's a lot of uh, like oh, if you like this band, you'll like this band. And my my attitude, and I will be the first to admit, it's probably a shitty attitude to have. But if somebody's like, oh, like listen to this band because they sound just like say like God's Hate or something, I'll be like, all right, but I really like God's Hate. So yeah. why would I just listen to God's Hate? Yeah, I know. I just had that conversation actually with Carter. I'm not gonna like say what band it was or anything because it was a band that's like active right now. But I was listening to them, and I was just like, if I wanted to listen to X band, then I would just listen to them. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? I get that. I don't. Yeah. I try not to have that mentality all the time, but it's like hard. Yeah. Yeah. No. There's definitely bands that have come out of that kind of a thing that I end up liking. Like uh, an example would be uh no so no warning has that song Leech. And then Cruel Hand has that song, um, oh, wow, Hounds? No. I forget the song. Um, 
But either way, it's the exact same song. The first two minutes are the exact same song. And I was like, I heard it as like a novelty at first where I was like, okay, it's the exact same song. Like, this is dumb. But then through that, I started listening to, you know, the rest of the record and then the rest of what Crowhan had. And I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. But um, yeah, for the most part, I'm just kind of like, man, I don't have the time or the energy. Yeah, it's like I find one band with one sound and then I'm like, all right, I got that sound covered. I can find another band that like has another sound I like. Yeah, it's hard. No, I try sure. not to be too. I try to find like the good things in all of them. But what uh, what have you been listening to lately? Um, just thinking a lot of is that band Dark Spring. Dark Spring. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're like they're from Ohio. They're uh, like they they're like alternative like emo. Sound like Hawthorne Heights and like that older kind yeah. of like emo stuff. And it's like my buddy that used to play in Home Records in it. That's what I how I found it originally, but right, right. It's like I probably listen to that record like two or three times a day for the last like week. Yeah, you sent me and I listened to the one track and it, it was good. Stuff. It's different, really yeah, it. but it's cool. I wasn't expecting it honestly going in like thinking like, oh, this guy used to play in Home Record. It's probably not going to be like what I did not expect like a Hawthorne Heights sounding record, but I used to like that stuff a lot. So that's sick. Yeah, I've been listening to. Um, that uh uh no uh no option they just put out a record yesterday man yeah no option is very cool we, that's uh, like i've been very excited about that it was cool young james really wanted to get them for the fest <laughs> the last time we did it yeah i honestly had never listened to them until they put out this record and then i listened to it yesterday and i was like shit this is like really like this is the kind of hardcore that i like a lot that's sick man then, i feel that way about um guerrilla warfare I heard oh, the first yeah. thing they put out and was like, okay, I get it. They're kind of like influenced by new metal, whatever. And then they put out the last record and I'm like, okay, now they're just straight up new metal and I fucking love this. Yeah. They're, yeah. Um, Nick and Ryan like them a lot. The drummer and, uh, sings and it's fucked because he's literally rapping the whole time. Yeah. They're, they're nice. I met a couple of them actually at LDB this year. They, okay, were, they okay. weren't playing, but uh, one of them was just, like, working the stage. He was wearing a cold shoulder windbreaker, and I was like, yo, that's fucking this sick. And then he told me that he was in Guerrilla Warfare, but... Very yeah, cool. they're they're cool, dude. Like, they see, like, the music is, like... It almost reminds me, like, Straight From The Path a little bit, as much as, like, that's yeah. what I thought of, just because, like, when I was younger, that was, like, the band that was doing that sound, but yeah. I like it. I'd like to see them live, I think. I'd probably, like, enjoy it a little bit more. That's definitely but, fair. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else I've been... It's listening to a lot of, like, um, Vicious Embrace. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Band. They're, like... They don't have anything new out, really, but... I try... What's new? That's There's so much stuff. Like, the new Fury record's really good. The new Wild Side's been, like, on repeat a lot. Oh, man, yeah. That's a great one. That that Wild band, that band's something special. Because, like... Oh, the new... Yeah. You, you can't not like that band. Straight up. No. Especially if you're from around here, it's like you exactly. got it. It's just it's part of being in the Canadian hardcore. But it's like they sound they're playing rock riffs, and everybody that's not into hardcore or like alternative music that's like, oh, you can't understand the singer. Brandon literally is just singing. Like it, yeah, it's all, exactly. it's so marketable. It's fucking crazy. Like it's a it's something special for sure. And like yeah. I've never seen them play a bum set. Like it. it no, just really I've always great. had like a blast seeing that band. 
Absolutely, yeah. man. Absolutely. The new Rust is cool too, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Rust. Shout out to Rust. I haven't talked about them on the show yet because I don't do the show consistently. <laughs> but yeah, they're from uh, Southern, well, all over Southern Ontario. But yeah, they're great. Yeah, I, I caught them with the back of uh, the like the final backstretch tour in Toronto, oh, and it was awesome. Yeah, I saw some videos of them. It's cool. It's cool to see Ryan doing something different. He's, uh, yeah, I know he's doing Discoverson for a while, and they were cool. But uh, it's cool to see him doing something, well, just different in general. Like it's cool. He has like a different yeah. energy to him on stage, and like yeah, it's just fun. Yeah, yeah. I checked out that Fuse band also. I was gonna say that Fuse, oh, like that one, bro. Dude, Fuse is so sick. <laughs> it's good. I listened to that today. Honestly, I've listened to it like two or three times. Man, you're like reminding me of shit to plug on this show. Fuse yeah. is great. No, I'm trying to, oh, man. There's like tons of shit that I listen to, but I'm trying to think of more local stuff I've been jamming. Magnitude, they're not local. Yo, but I've been no, listening to that Magnitude is wild. Yeah. That's like very, Inclination very too. That's been like. Man, there's so many fucking bands. <laughs> it's just Dude, like I know. There's so many. Um, moving off that, you, you did a brief thing where you were doing. Uh, I'm going to fuck up the name, but it was like FTM? Uh, FTM, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's that stand for? Yeah. Uh, it was stood for For the Music. It was a I thing that got... Right. You did. Yeah, I thought it, <laughs> it was, was for the music. Yeah, it's this uh, buddy from uh, that I, from Chatham here that I met when I was really young. He came up with that, actually. That's sick. And you were kind of doing a lot with that, right? Like, you were doing... Did you, uh, you Did you guys end up doing a zine? I know you talked about it. Uh, we did talk about it, but then uh, Josh, the guy I was doing it with, he had to move to St. Catharines, so it okay. just kind of all got put on pause. But yeah, you were like working but, on doing show. You had like a lot going on there. It was kind of yeah. It we was, like, a we cool did thing. some we did some shows, and we did like a couple. Of, like I think we we did an interview with you. Yeah, yeah. And we the we did like that. Like, I mean, rip. I mean, it's not there anymore. We did that expire interview once upon a time. Okay. Did, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, we did the music, sharp tone music video. I'm yeah, I, was think about I wrote that down. You literally did a fucking. I forgot one of my bands has a fucking music video. Yeah, that was uh, Josh. I mean, did most of the music video shit, but yeah, I remember you're like, "What do you want to do with it?" I was like, "Just like skateboard and then fall down." You're like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I watch that from time to time when it comes up on my YouTube, and I'm like. He did a pretty for with what like the basis that he was given. He did a pretty good job. Well, like he also the turnaround he did in like three days. Yeah, exactly. Like I was like, we're gonna put this song out, and like it was out before the song was done. We're like, okay. Yeah, man, that was fun. Fuck, I miss that band though. But yeah, Yeah. it was a good time. We we just did a bunch of random, pretty much any way we could help. Which is cool because I find so many people will pick one avenue and they're like all right, I'm going to start a band or I'm going to do a zine or I'm going to do like a podcast or I'm going to book shows, whatever. Whereas you guys were like, we're going to do all of it. And I'm like, damn. Yeah, our, our like goal was basically like if a band had an idea to do something, like we could talk to them about it and then we'll help them the best we can and like try to make it so it's like the cheapest, like no one has to spend as much money. That's so It was fun. Sick, Josh, man. Josh was like a good, like big, like drive in that just it's hard when we live so far away and he's like, yeah, he doesn't have like, like much social media or anything. So it's not very like, yeah, it's not ideal to bounce ideas off when it's like, yeah, yeah. It was fun though. I had a good time doing it. No, it's good. And you did that at a young age too. It's good. It's good to, to see like that much drive 
when you were like like what you were like fucking what 17 18 i was i was 15 or 16 then jesus christ tanner (laughs) (laughs) that's so sick everyone else he josh was like 20 though at the time so i mean still though that's cool because like you hooked that up you hooked the video up for us like you're like yeah we'll do it i was like all right and like it's sick man that's very good you should be proud of yourself that's fucking tight thanks man yeah man then what's uh what do you got coming up any any releases planned any new bands anything like that um uh watering hole is working on like getting back in the motion of things we we haven't played since october like last october so true we we played a show we played black market fest in windsor last october and then that was like we said we were gonna take a break and like we didn't really know we just wanted to like stop doing it for a bit we were all just kind of burnt out yeah it was just we've been doing it since like 2015 until last october and we were like uh i like we just no one felt creative so we were like oh yeah. like there was so we stopped for a bit and then i moved back to chatham and we started jamming a bit because we were all living here again and we were like well we'll just jam and like see how it's like how it feels and then figure out what we're gonna do and we're gonna like we got we got to start recording soon. We don't really know where we're going to go yet, but we're going to do like a five or six songs or something. Man, record with Davis. I, think, I know that's a, Hey, trust me, man, <laughs> but I'm working on it. Right. on. But right on. yeah, that's uh we just recorded that record. And then, cause we have a bunch of songs that we've been working on for like a long time okay. that haven't gotten recorded. So we want to like get it out. And then we, uh, have a show booked. I can't. I can't tell you what the show is, but it's in. It's a while away, so okay. we're just working. We're just kind of chilling right now and getting. We wanted to take the time to get everything back in order, so it's like a fresh start and yeah. like organized yeah. and not just like, oh, we're back. No, that's and good. Yeah, we got like a little bit of a lineup change and. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Man, fuck yeah, that'll be cool. And then yeah. you, you said you were working on writing like some indie shit, right? Or no? Um, well, I, I we I was working on some stuff with some guys from London. I don't know exactly what we're doing, just because like I would like I don't know if I'm going back to London now. So right, because you were I, there for school, right? Yeah, I was there okay. for school, but I don't think I'm going to go back. So I mm. think like as far as that goes, I think those guys are just going to continue writing it, and we'll okay. see what goes on after. But I am trying to write some uh, hardcore stuff just on my own, just trying to like get all the ideas out that i'm like i've wanted to do like uh different styles of hardcore for a while and i'm just like sick of waiting for people to do it now so i'm just gonna try and write it on my own fuck yeah man what are uh what are some of your influences for writing uh band like it's i kind of do like two different ones like one style i try to write is like bands like no victory and like like the more like stupid heavy like no victory or vicious embrace or like yeah that kind of stuff and then also i like writing shit like half heart and like sort of like more m- melodic more like melodic yeah i'm trying to think of like other bands that like even like magnitude and like that kind of more like yeah yeah the stuff that would sounds like it's fucking straight edge you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> that's what i call some of that music sometimes or like my friends do they're like yeah just the straight edge hardcore like it's such a broad the, thing <laughs> i know it's it's just it makes sense in my head it's like so. in- inclination mm. casey jones happened. yeah i know right you know what i mean though. yeah no i got but, you man that's cool yeah though. that's good yeah i I think like we're. I'm gonna be focusing on watering hole mostly. 
for the next like while because there's not really anything else going on. True, true. Well, fuck, man, that's good. It was, uh, yeah. it was good talking to you. Thanks for doing yeah. this. I'm glad we finally got the time to do it. Yeah, that's I'm fun. glad it was good. Yeah, man, I'll yeah. fucking come back on whenever Watering Hole's got some stuff, and we'll uh, talk about some shows and music and all that good stuff. Yeah, awesome, man. Thank you for having me, and yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, brother. Take care. See ya.